All right, hitting the record button, and the podcast is rolling. Welcome to the Connect the Dots Gambling Podcast. I am Andrew, your host, joined by my co-host, my dad. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. Belated Fourth of July. By the time this is out, it'll already have happened. All now, are fireworks. fireworks prevalent in your area? Our cats have been uh, one cat's been in the bathroom for two days. Uh, there were some over the weekend, but neither of the dogs tend to tend to care. Doesn't really register much for him. Any of the cats get skittish? Not really. Not really. I mean, we do have one cat that spooks easy, but outside noise doesn't doesn't what necessarily about bother. Weather like our cats no. terrified of weather. No rain, nothing for any of the cats. More or less, if people come over, if there's noises inside the house, that spooks at least three of the cats. Hmm. Roman's pretty cool about everything else going on. Um, but yeah, no, everyone's everyone's fine with the loud noises. Camby doesn't like to go on the grass when it's wet, so she ends up just like peeing in the driveway. <laughs> it's like expeditious. I'm not getting my feet yeah. wet. I can pee right here. Yeah. But uh, welcome to those uh, repeat listeners and any new listeners. Happy to have you. Yeah, let's get some new listeners. We did uh, We had the NFC North last week, and I decided to go south this week instead of just going around like co- clockwise. Because in my head, anytime I'm doing directions, I always go north, south, east, west. All right. Well, there's a lot to talk about here anyway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The NFC South. um, Not a fun division. At least wasn't last year. Kind of mediocre across the board. Mediocre to bad. We had coaches uh, fired in the middle of the season in this division uh, and just underperforming all the way around. Uh, Let me refresh your memory with the standings. We had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your division champion. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) With the seven wins, probably? Uh, Eight and nine. And then the rest of the division, Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta, all finished seven and ten. So it was a competitive division, to say the least. Competitively bad. Competitively bad. Just bad, bad teams. So let's start with our division champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Odds for them this season. They have the worst odds in the division to win. They're fourth at plus 800. You can get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win the NFC South. Their over-under is at 6.5, and and their Super Bowl odds are plus 8,000. And obviously the biggest difference with this team... No more Tom Brady. No goat. He finally retired. Could be a worse spot for Baker than stepping in after Tom Brady. Right. Well, I guess it would be worse if he got beat out by Kyle Trask from Florida. From Florida. There's some. There we go. Hey. Yeah. You know, sound sound this, effects. This is gonna be great. <laughs> um, the coaching staff is largely the same. Uh, except offensive coordinator. Todd Bowles was your head coach last season. He took over for Bruce Arians, right. who retired. Uh, he's back this year. Uh, they replaced the offensive coordinator. Byron Leftwich is no longer there. They've got Dave Canals. Canals? Not sure. Uh, Todd Bowles is essentially your defensive coordinator. They have uh, Larry Foote and Kerry Rogers, Casey Rogers in that Where role. Where go? But Todd Bowles calls the defense. Uh, no idea. Wasn't he touted as a potential head coach candidate? Yes, but I think a lot of that had to do with Bruce Arians. And Where Tom Brady. did he play? The Mac. He was a Mac quarterback, longtime Jaguars quarterback. Uh, played for the Steelers for a while as well. well what was college in the Mac? He went to. His helmet didn't fit. I, I want to say that. I want to say Marshall, but I Let's could be wrong. Right. 
And I don't even know if Marshall's in the match. Is he the one they carried down the field? He is the one that, like, there's that famous drive of them he carrying, carrying him down the field. Carrying him down the field. Every, his, every, they would pick him up, his carry leg him down, was all and he would just up. get in the shotgun and peel it off. Yeah, yeah, essentially. So, turnover, so be a good team to bet against this year, I would assume. Potentially, potentially. DBOA last year, they were pretty middle of the road, uh, 17th. Uh, total 16th on offense, 13th on defense. They didn't really, to your point, they didn't really make many changes. The biggest one being Tom Brady out, Baker Mayfield in, and it's no guarantee that Baker Mayfield even has the starting job. That could be Kyle Trask. Um, outside of that, the rest of the the rest of the team is pretty much the same. I think. Would you know if, if Trask is six <laughs> four? I, I don't know. How Baker's tall. like what six one. Yeah, Baker's not a tall guy. He's, he's he maybe six feet. That's an interesting team. That has and he just go to Marshall to win seven games. I'm guessing. To what? For six and a half. Yeah, that's not seems right. You think? Oh, you still have a wideout that's chasing some some pretty hefty records. Um, I don't know. Uh, Fournette let his car on fire, smoking a a fatty. I guess. Is that what happened? No. Are you confirming? That feels like very I, reckless. I'm making that up. Accusations. She's going to catch fire. But, um, well, I know. Leonard Fournette, I'm pretty sure, isn't even on the roster. I don't think he's rostered currently. Really? Just a pile of running backs sitting somewhere? Yeah. Just a bargain bin of running backs. <laughs> go literally. Go in and grab one. Grab one. Yeah. And get what you get. Yeah. One of those bin stores. No, he's not listed on their depth chart as the uh, starter anymore. Rashad White is rookie last year kind of the pass catching back should see more work this year i think they take a step back I, you know i think eight wins would be ambitious for this team i think the rest of the division kind of got better around them who's the wide receiver too why is that eluding me godwin mike evans chris godwin because he's hurt he was hurt for a while he missed a big chunk of time either last season or the season before i think it was the season before but yeah, he's got injury concerns. Uh, overall, this team doesn't really do much for me. Again, free agency losses, not a ton. They lost Donovan Smith on the offensive line. Tom Brady, we talked about uh, the homie Scotty Miller went to Atlanta. And as far as key additions, I, they were they were very few. They drafted a, an offensive lineman in the second round. They uh, drafted a defensive tackle from Pitt, Kalijah Cansey. Are they familiar with his work from the Super Bowl? Well, let's see. Yeah, because last uh, might be longer. Oh, last year was what uh, Kansas City. The year before that was at the Rams, and then the year before that I think was Tampa. Yeah, okay. If I'm putting my time, all their continuity's just gone. It just seemed like a different team. Yeah, and that's fair. And I think part of that was Brady getting older as well. Um, the awards slash season leaders category is kind of comical to look at because there's not a lot of good names here. Uh, MVP, you can get Baker or Kyle Trask, whichever you prefer, at plus uh, 15,000, you know. Uh, offensive player of the year, Mike Evans, plus 10,000. Defensive player of the year, Shaq Barrett, plus 1,500. Um, defensive rookie of the year, uh, Cansey at plus 2,500. Baker to lead the league in passing, you can get him at plus 10,000. Rashad White to lead the league in rushing, you can get a plus 4,500. And Mike Evans at plus 6,000 to lead the league in receiving. So they're not expecting anything from this offense. This is going to be a slog of a team to watch. I would assume you don't need to score a shit ton of points. I don't know what their schedule looks like, but I'm assuming you could win seven games in that division and average 20 points. 
I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I, I don't like the rest of these teams either. But there's just nothing getting me excited about this Tampa Bay team. Oh, they're going to bring back the creamsicles this year. Those are sweet. Those are sweet. Those are super sweet. Those are the best get-ups in their locker. I don't know why they don't make those their permanent. Their current uniform situation is a train wreck. Who's the favorite to win the division? New Orleans. Orleans. Yeah. Let's jump to them. All right. New Orleans. Favorite to win the division. Plus 120. So you still get plus money. They're over under. Nine and a half. Odds to win the Super Bowl. Plus 4,000. Big change in New Orleans as well, as I get my notes in order. Andy Dalton out. (laughs) The homie Derek Carr in. Yeah, that's great, right? That's great. It is. I love Derek, personally. He's my favorite athlete growing up um, and into adulthood. He was uh, he's statistically the greatest Raiders quarterback of all time. Um, didn't necessarily translate into wins. He normally he's had a dumpster fire head coach around New Orleans. Uh, also former Raiders head coach, Dennis Allen, in his second season. He's been with the Saints longer than that. He was the D.C. before that. And now he's taking over. He took over a head coach last year when Sean Payton fucked off. Derek's. There's a level of familiarity there. Yeah, he coached Derek. And the receiving core. Should be good. Michael Thomas, allegedly, maybe, possibly, playing football again. There's hope. Um, You've got Chris Olave. Wonderful there you rookie. Go. From Ohio you State. breakout year, right? Yeah. For a yeah. rookie. Like him. Like him Do a lot. Do you have 70-plus balls? I would imagine. It sounds rough, right? I don't have it off the top of my head. But Robbie. Yeah. 69, 70, 71, he had a really, He had a really nice season with subpar quarterback play. He was their top receiver. Yes, without a doubt. Um, so you figure you get Michael Thomas back healthy. We'll see what he looks like after missing essentially, what, like two, Bracket three years with, with injury. Phantom um, injuries. You have. Got a bag and fucking fucked off. Failed. It's like I'm fucked this. It was unguardable. Uh, Foster Moreau, another former Raider in the mix, and then Alvin Kamara, the pass-catching running back who might be facing jail time or suspension, yeah, which I, I don't I think he is. He's going to draft really low. So maybe that's baked in there. I, I don't know. Those situ- Jack's plugged into that. The homie but, Jack Piccolo. He's a Saints fan. What's going on? matter. I guess if you're a Kamara statue, you matter. Yeah, I think when you're I don't that, think it's easy to dismiss. Him. I think when you're that heavily involved in the passing game, it matters. Yeah, uh, they have a second quarterback from Fresno State on their roster that they drafted, Jake Hayner. Really? Yeah, it's interesting. They got two Fresno State guys. Um, as far as what they've added in free agency, we already talked about a couple of them. Oh, they got uh, Jamal Williams as well from Detroit. So there's your goal line, short yardage, change wow. of pace, running back. He stuffs it in there too. It was crazy how many one-yard touchdowns he got. Oh, he just stuffed like, it in there. Like he, he didn't get any rushing yards. That's the but he had that's like, like an Ingram type of situation. If you have him in Kamara, when you put him in the backfield together, sure. What? 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 One slides know. out, the other goes up the middle. What do you do yeah, with that? I don't know if that's allowed. I don't know you if know, you can use. I'm either going left or I'm going right. Two running backs. I'll have to check the rule book on that one. That's ground groundbreaking stuff. Um, other guys, they added a couple more former Raiders. They have Jonathan Abram. They've got Brian Edwards. Who, they're uh, the Raiders South. They're the Raiders South. They brought in John Gruden to like uh, hang around and help with the install and <laughs> like just have Gruden around. So it, it really is. It's nice to keep a racist around. Yeah, they, 
they really uh, they really leaned into the former Raiders. Uh, their top two draft picks were a couple defensive linemen, Brian Brise from Clemson and Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame. Um, so, and they're always good on defense. The Saints always have a good defense. They have yeah, for a long time. They're, yeah, they're they're very competitive. And you know that used to be the knock in like the prime Drew Brees years is like, oh, the Saints didn't have a. So it's hard to it, it'd be hard to think that a team's going to win this division that is in New Orleans. Well, yeah, I don't see the regression here. Like, this is a better team than last year, correct? Well, quarterback by leaps and bounds already, right? We haven't even got through the other... Sure. Sure. Quarterback alone, you think Derek's worth two extra wins? That gets us to nine. Figure a couple things break right. You know, it's a double-digit win team, potentially. I'm high on the Saints. Now, there are some scary Derek stuff, like inside the 10-yard line, he was like the worst quarterback last season. Um, pressure he still struggles with. Um, but there's also tons of great Derek stuff. Yeah, he, he throws a really a nice gamer. deep ball. Um, and I think, like you said, from what they were coming from, uh, it's going to be better. It can't, can't be worse. Ball really. bounced, so he doesn't get to go under center. No, he's in Carolina. Who's going to back up Derek? Uh, probably Hayner, I'd imagine, the rookie. Or is is Jameis still there? What's Jameis doing? I would assume Jameis. Jameis, let's explore that. Somebody get on the Jameis. Where is Jameis? I think he's just hanging around. <laughs> Outside of, uh, uh what's that? the seafood place? Red Lobster? Red Lobster. <laughs> was uh, there a story involving him and lobsters back in the... Yeah, he's, he's, he, uh, he, like, stole a bunch of crab legs or something. Right. Um, I wasn't far off. I got the Red yeah, Lobster. Yeah, you were there. I was, I was in the ballpark. He's, he's still a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. So, there you go. Wow. Jameis is your backup. Wow. And he's only 29. Feels like he threw like for six thousand yards that one season. I know you were enamored with him, oh even though God. he also threw thirty interceptions. Oh yeah, he threw sixty picks. Which he threw is absurd. Uh, any other thoughts on the New Orleans Saints? We we like this. We like this to win the division. I, I, I like the fit over. for Derek. I, I think this is a natural. Um, you know, I think they could go quite a ways with him. MVP odds for Derek Carr, plus 4,500. Uh, Offensive Player of the Year, the highest-rated Saint was Chris Olave at plus 5,500. Defensive Player of the Year, a bit tougher. Marshawn Lattimore at plus 20,000. It's hard for a corner to win that award. Uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Brian Brissett, plus 3,500. To lead the league in passing, again, Derek rushing Kamara, receiving Olave at plus 3,500, plus 4,500, plus 3,500, respectively. Uh, I kind of don't hate that Chris Olave as far as a dart throw for receiving yard leaders because you, you yeah, almost have to bake in Mike Thomas getting hurt at some point but you know again that but also it's a team that wants to run the ball as well yeah. and, and once you do stack it up against some of the guys the, the league there's guys, a lot of good wide coming back I mean the yardage totals it was hard for you know I had I had your guy last year for the Raiders and he could get his highest Monte. third yeah and I consider him the best receiver in all the football yeah so if it's that hard for him you know, no, you not, not worth a dart throw. No, because I think the value would be somebody like Da. Yeah, because you're, you're still you're still getting a long Jefferson. They're going to yeah. slide Cup probably in right there at the same price. Sure. Um, so chances are way. You know, you're looking for fourth, fifth, sixth. I think if you get past that, you're really throwing money away. I mean, I get burning up money. Sure. You know, I get it's, it. Yeah, yeah, just light it on fire. But, but uh, betting baseball unders. 
this weekend. Oh my god, I'm I'm so done. I'm not even looking. I turned it. I mean, it was Saturday, so Saturday I texted you. Wow, overs were were crushing. Evening went well, so Sunday, like okay, let's ride the unders again. Got my head caved in. Overs all over the place. Yeah, they were just blasting the ball out of the park. (laughs) Yeah, we'll save those for when it gets cold. Yeah, we'll come back to the unders in baseball. I don't want to bet baseball anymore. Let's just get the football. Who do you want to talk about more, Atlanta or Carolina? I guess Carolina. Carolina, third uh, in odds to win the division, plus 400. Seven and a half is their season total over under, plus 7,000 to win the Super Bowl. So nothing really there. But this is going to be a drastically different team than it was last season. Uh, Last season, uh, really bad. You know, no way around that. 28th overall in DVA, DVOA, bottom 25 in offense and defense. Head coach Matt Rule was fired after week five, starting one in four. Just absolutely horrible. Uh, Steve Wilkes was the interim coach. He did not get the full-time gig this year. They gave that to Frank Reich, who brought in a new OC, DC, whole new coaching staff. Thomas Brown is your offensive coordinator. Eero Evero. Uh, highly respected defensive coordinator who was the Broncos defensive coordinator last season is now the Panthers defensive coordinator. And we remember the Broncos, the only way they were in games was their defense, uh, considering their offense was like historically bad. So uh, high expectations for the coaching staff. Uh, the biggest thing they did this offseason is they traded with the Bears for the first overall pick and they took Bryce Young from Alabama. Yeah, they got a lot going on. Gamer. Uh, thoughts on Bryce Young? He drastically fails your height requirement test. He's a very short man. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. He's an average height man short for football. Yeah, I think rookie of the year, you know, probably obviously top three. He's probably the highest or the shortest odds. He is not. Yeah. For rookie of the year? We'll get to that. All right. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are really bullish on the Panthers. Yeah. Talking 10 wins, talking winning the division. Um. I'm curious how many times they covered last year because when you said the DVOA bad, that threw me because I think they covered fairly consistently. Not an absurd amount, but not to where you would think that that would pan out against the point. So maybe Vegas sure. had it well, marketed as, right. As I mentioned, they started 1-4. and four. They kind of dug themselves out of that hole a little bit. They finished 7-10, and 10, which isn't terrible. They're just rotating it. Yeah, quarterback. they quarterback. Yeah, they were doing this Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Baker Mayfield thing. Baker Mayfield was cut uh, at a certain point. Uh, P.J. Walker, the running back, they traded Christian McCaffrey in the middle of the season, something we didn't talk about, to San Francisco. So they were having Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard running the ball, and they actually did pretty well yeah. once McCaffrey was gone. Uh, but you're right, ton of different faces on this team. D.J. Moore, gone. McCaffrey, gone. Baker, Darnold, P.J. Walker, all gone. So that's all new. The offense is looking shiny and new. Wide uh, running back, they brought in Miles Sanders from Philadelphia. Lightly used. Lightly used. You know, one of the most frustrating fantasy running backs to own. Yeah. Can't stand having Miles Sanders rostered. Lightly battered. I'm not gonna. Up. I'm not gonna fall into the trap this time. Someone's gonna nominate Miles Sanders, and I gotta remind myself that I hate owning Miles Sanders. I get he's a different team. He's the clear lead back. I just don't don't want it. Uh, Adam Thielen and DJ Chark are now your number one, number two wide receivers there, Ew. and they also have Lavisca Chenault there. They brought in Hayden Hurst from Cincinnati as well as Von Bell to help. Uh, sure up the secondary slash linebacking kind of hybrid group that well there's an honest reaction that is a retread receiving core I love the fact that they clear the are they bad though like 
Well, isn't, isn't that kind of isn't that kind of what to you me, that means you weren't open. Well, and an offense that threw a lot. They Kirk Cousins will find you if you're open. Obviously, Justin Jefferson. Maybe a little washed. He's getting a little longer. That's where I'm at with it. He did a disappearing act again. There's a list of, I don't know, it, it, like money ball. You know, you're better that you're not on your roster. Now you're on your roster with, like you're saying, with the new quarterback, with the new mm-hmm. coach, with the new staff. Everybody's. I just don't see the separation. Let me stop you right there. How do we feel about Frank Reich? Because like Frank Reich. So well, here's the thing: everybody likes Frank Reich. What has Frank Reich done as a head coach? Indianapolis was a fucking disaster. Like that team failed to live up to expectations year after year after year. And he got to trot out all these old fucking quarterbacks. He got to bring in his guy, and it just he couldn't. He couldn't get it going with a roster that many people liked. Everybody was always real high on Indianapolis. Like, well, I, I what, probably, what, what do we make of that? I probably have a halo. Okay, if you're my age. Are you I'm still thinking comeback. about the Super Bowl, or are you thinking the quarter, comeback. quarterback, Frank? Right. <laughs> the, the comeback was the greatest thing okay. I ever saw on TV. It was incredible. That playoff game was historic. I think he did have success with Philip Rivers, and he then he have twelve wins, and they go to the playoffs. They do shit though. Well, it's hard. Like, yeah, NFL's twelve hard. seems high, but check that. Check that. Check that, check that. Um. So I don't know. He's supposed to be a quarterback whisperer. Supposed to be a quarterback kind of coach. Which hasn't worked. Well, I, most teams. It's it's like tournament poker. Most people sitting in that room are losers. You have thirty teams. You have arguably twenty six losing groups. The twenty twenty Colts did go eleven and five. With Philip Rivers. With Philip Rivers. Yeah. There you go. I mean, what's this? I'm, I'm guessing he's probably close to 500 as a coach. I'm going to say he's under 500. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. Right. Shacking. Frank Craig as a coach. Coaching career, he is 40 and 33. Hmm. I stand corrected. He had a 10-win season his first year in Indianapolis. Didn't do dick. Then he went 7-9. and nine, Didn't do dick. 11-5. Didn't do dick. 9-8. Uh, and eight, And then 3-5-1 and one, the year he was fired. Huh. What do you record in the NFL? I don't know. Maybe I had uh, higher expectations for it Frank Reich. Uh, and again, it's a halo or hangover. Mm-hmm. You know, so you remember, for me, it's... You know, he has to be good. He engineered a 35-point comeback in a playoff game. you got to have some acumen. So, to me, it always struck me as... Players seem to like him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well-respected in the league. So, we'll see. Time will tell. He, may he not does be, have a ring with the Eagles. Now, mind you, we've seen, like, what is it, Peterson in Jacksonville. Yeah. He, he the Super Bowl got fired. Yeah. NFL will fuck on, you know, will we'll create these scenarios. It's like you're saying, haven't done dick. Yes. But, you know, Tomlin has never had a losing season, and it looks to me like I could argue the same thing. Well, I don't think he's won Super Bowls. Well. He's he's got a couple rings, so there's that. There's that, (laughs) right? That sounded more prejudiced than a dead intelligent. So let's move off of that for now. All right, so you kind of got me turned around. I'm keeping, how about this? I'm keeping my eye on Frank, right? I'm (laughs) keeping a suspect. (laughs) Retainer! Retainer! 
Yeah. You're all suspect. I'm keeping my eye on it. Yeah, $287, I'll take it. Yeah, we'll see. You're suspect. Um, awards and season leaders. If you wanted to bet on Bryce Young to win the MVP, plus 15000 Miles Sanders to an offensive play of the year, plus 13000 Brian Burns, the bendy pass rusher, uh, to win defensive play of the year, plus 2500 That's an aspect of the ball we didn't talk about. I think Carolina's defense is going to be very good. Like, I think their defense is going to be that, I wouldn't know. Yeah. They got some fucking studs on that side of the ball. With the new defensive coordinator, I think that's going to be a problem for folks. Um, Bryce Young, offensive rookie of the year, plus 500. Second highest odds. There's one guy above him, which we'll get to when we talk about the Falcons. Um, Passing yards to lead the league in passing yards. Uh, Bryce Young, again, plus 8,000. Miles Sanders to lead the league in rushing, plus 3,000. And they didn't even have a receiver to qualify to lead the league. Let me ask you this. Does he throw for 3,400? That's probably the over and under total. I don't know how I know that, but that's that's a right. good number. Um, well, you're behind. Well, maybe you're not behind. You have a good defense. You start all seventeen. I, that's the thing. You got to play all the games. It's it's not out of the realm of possibility. I'd put him. That's you're right. That's probably the over under number. That's a good number. If, if I was wagering my life on it, I'd probably go slight under, just because. Rookie quarterback, new team, new coach, whatever. Good defense, maybe low scoring, a lot of running the ball type shit. Who knows? Still pissed off about the neck. Didn't get a chance to get his 3,400. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking neck. Um, but, yeah, I'd probably leave a slight under there. But you're not too far off. Any other thoughts on the Panthers? Really didn't do much else in the draft worth noting besides Bryce Young. And I think they'll, they'll garner a lot of eyeballs, right? Yeah. And again, not not many major losses besides DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey was traded in season last year. So does Jalen Hurts consider himself an Alabama quarterback or an Oklahoma quarterback? Great question. I would imagine he claims Jalen claims both, right? Because did he win a Heisman at uh, Did he win a Heisman at Oklahoma and he won a national championship at Alabama? So Rose, I count him as Alabama quarterback because I always liked him more than two. I'm curious if he would consider himself. I think he credits both. Yeah, I think you can claim both in that situation. Well, if I wanted to say the greatest NFL quarterback, well, it would be Joe Namath. So I guess we wouldn't be able to say anything. Out of Alabama. Wait, uh, oh, out of Alabama? Yeah. Wow. I don't know. I think Jalen Hurts is better than Joe Namath. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> Joe Willie's a legend. <laughs> Joe Namath's in the Hall of Fame. Joe Namath fucking sucks. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not putting any money on Maybe as a human. Yeah, I remember that time he was all drunk and like hitting on Susie Colbert on the side. And honor, he tried to French kiss her. He was basically yeah. trying to get honor. Before then, back, back, <laughs> back then, it wasn't sexual harassment. It's just like, oh, look at Joe. Or a seven-second delay. Yeah, or something. Yeah, if you if you put Joe Namath in today's NFL, he would not succeed. He'd be fucking horrible. He'd, we don't know that. You yeah, can't say that. He's in the Hall of Fame. Right. That doesn't mean anything. He's probably one of the worst quarterbacks to be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Him and like Troy Aikman suck. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, let's let's get back on topic. This is just you, you you're can't just tell it. Slant, the, yeah. the Joe Namath slander. You're just slanting hard. Atlanta Falcons, last team in the division. They have the second best odds, I think. Lost my page here. NFC South, yes, second best odds to win the division, plus two fifteen. Hmm. Not a bad number. Get into the two. Because of the running attack. Eight and a half is their over under. 
which is a game and a half better than they were last year. Plus 6,000 for Super Bowl odds. Bad defense last year. 30th in DVOA. Offense, 13th. They can move the ball a little bit. They can score a little bit. Like you said, running attack. Arthur Smith was determined to run the ball as much as possible. Uh, he, he succeeded. He succeeded. Made it unwatchable. Made it annoying. <laughs> they were a tough they watch. Covered all the time. I don't covered all the time. They're fucking annoying. Uh, Marcus Mariota and Desmond Ritter uh, was the quarterback tandem that made it through the season. At a certain point, Marcus got benched. Ritter was nothing to write home about. Nothing memorable. Nothing yeah, special. Doesn't want to throw the ball. Um, again, head coach. Arthur Smith, uh, offensive coordinator Dave Rangone, uh, new defensive coordinator, which makes sense when you had a horrible defense. Ryan Nielsen in there, Dean Pease out. Notable draft additions. They drafted an offensive lineman, want to run the ball, and the pick that kind of threw everyone into a tizzy. They took a running back, eighth overall, Bijan Robinson out of Texas, who is electric. Bijan. I think I get the running back position is undervalued, but I genuinely think he's a difference making type running back they say they can split him out that sounds insane he's got great hands that can run routes huge. they asked him to do a ton at Texas and they have two other guys that can just tote Whoever sure two Algier that's and uh, Cordell Patterson out. is still hanging around yeah, that dude another guy that loves to score Hall you know, of Famer want to. Hall of Famer Cordell Patterson special teams. returner yeah maybe special possibly. teams possibly I don't know. You have to look at the numbers. I don't know. Robin. He's up there. I mean, obviously, Devin Hester's the greatest returner. He's definitely got time. a want to. You know, he's got some. He's got some want to. They're an interesting team. They added a ton of notable names in free agency. I'm going to run through it with you. Jesse Bates, safety, Cincinnati, uh, highly paid, really good. David Onyemata from the division rival Saints. Your guy, Taylor Heineke's there. Lurking. Don't ever let that Lurking. guy be under center. Don't put him on your roster. Don't let him get him he's going to take your job. He, he's going he's gonna to grab that team in the locker he's, room. He's going to fucking strangle Desmond Ritter in the locker room. Oh, my God. Wire. Don't let him get on the field. Don't Desmond. let him get on the field. It's over. Don't. He it's, gets on the field. He's going to win more than he loses. It's, it's kind of like it's my Joe Flacco theory. If Joe Flacco's on your roster at a certain point, he's going to start a game for you. <laughs> Same thing with Taylor Heineke. If he's on your roster, he's going to start a game for you. So it's Ritter... Ritter is QB1 currently. And then Taylor Heineke's lurking. QB2. Yeah. Like the fan of the opera, up in the rafters, just waiting to swoop in. Um, Calais Campbell, the seemingly ageless Calais Campbell, coming over from Baltimore to share up the defensive line. Mike Hughes, cornerback, Bud Dupree, kind of disappointing in Tennessee. Had some productive seasons in Pittsburgh. Um, Mac Hollins from the Raiders as your new wide receiver too and they also got Scotty Miller in the mix as well so they added a ton of dudes in so a guy that can run the slot a guy that can take you down the sideline sure um, I don't know anybody's going to throw the ball you got Drake London and uh, I like that Kyle Pitts still running around so you do have some real good weapons you got some weapons mature. like if, if there was if ever a situ- if there was ever a situation for a quarterback to succeed it would be this one they got a lot of good stuff there for Desmond Ritter uh, or Taylor Heineke at some point if Ritter starts slow as far as players they lost not many the only notable ones is Marcus isn't there anymore and that's about it so they're pretty much bringing everybody back they got some rookies in some key places and a bunch of free agents where did Mariota go he is backing up Jalen in Philadelphia uh, Where's the mustache? He's, he scares me. Minshew? Uh, Indianapolis, I believe. Yeah, that scares right. me. 
Why? Because I really like him. <laughs> he's just like scared that he's floating around there. Well, because either. I think I was teetering with taking some under props. I, I bet you will work. But I digress. Awards and season leaders for the Atlanta Falcons. MVP, Desmond Ritter, plus 15,000. Never. Nothing to look at there. Offensive player of the year, Bajan Robinson, plus 4,000. Defensive player of the year, A.J. Terrell, plus 15,000. Again, very hard for corners to win that award. Offensive rookie of the year, Brian Robinson, plus 250. The prohibited favorite. Bijan. Bijan. Not Brian. What did I say, Brian? No, yeah. Brian Robinson's on your team. Bijan Robinson. Uh, Desmond Ritter to lead the league in passing. Bijan to lead the league in rushing, plus 1400 Drake London to lead the league in receiving plus 7000 that's more or less them telling well, you that that's, they're not going to throw the ball plus 1400 yeah um, so don't worry about Saturday I'll send an email wow. so if you like him to win rookie of the year might like him to win well I'm trying to the think rushing what it title. would take to win a rushing title would it take 1400 yards it would take, I think Josh Jacobs had 1,600, and he won last year. <laughs> Your guy likes to let cats tote the rock. That Man, talk, like we just talked about, Arthur Smith fucking hates throwing the ball. He's allergic to it. He wants to run the ball as many times as possible. Bajan might touch the ball 25 times a game. Minimum. Wow, that's crazy. I really like that number. He's he's near the top. I think he's, he's like fourth or something. I seven. guess if you're one of those bets, you're better off getting in early than late. If right. you wait for four weeks for people to see him. See him in the preseason. Yeah. Well, kind of, he busts I, off one you know, run. We not see much in the preseason. We're going to see uh, the Browns and the Commanders week one, so I hope to see a few of the starters in for a series or two. Um, yeah, that's interesting. That's an interesting... I really just like Atlanta I can see, I can see the twinkle in your eye. It's you got know, the so wheels this, turning. This, yeah, this does have a little bit. We're saying it's going to go... Saints. We're thinking. Well, consensus. Saints. Vegas Atlanta, is also thinking. Carolina. Then Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh. I, I think Tampa Bay's got a shot to be like bad, bad. You have that. Thank you, Rose. I appreciate that. I can see why people would want Carolina plus 400. But again, I, I don't. I don't. That's making a big bet on Bryce. Well, it's one thing to have a electric quarterback. But here's the thing. It's, in this division, it's not inconceivable. I think all these teams got better except Tampa, and they were all right around the same last year. They all brought back their head coaches except Carolina, so everybody's got some continuity there. Um, it's familiarity of it's, that yeah. division, who they play, and if I had to guess, they probably have one of the softest schedules. I don't know why I say that. Well, because they play the NFC South, <laughs> so you can look around and be like, "Ah, okay, I see it." Uh, the big thing for Atlanta, though, is they're gonna, if they're going to be able to stop anybody. Did they make enough improvements on that side of the ball to be able to control the ball and to be able in the, to be in these games and do the things they want to do? Like you said, they covered a bunch last year. It's if they can convert Annoying. a couple of those into wins, yeah, which makes it hard when you can't throw the ball. Um, also, they need a lot more out of Kyle Pitts. And I've seen a lot of advanced stats analytic, analytics and things like that. Like Kyle Pitts, I think, led the league in, like, uncatchable targets. So, like, there was a lot of, like, like oh, Mariota tried to throw not putting up stats. Like, oh, what a bust. He's yeah. not doing anything. It's like, well, he also, like, yeah, the quarterback play was not great. So, yeah, I kind of I kind of like Atlanta. Uh, do we? Let's see. 
We have a. Uh, it'd be Saints. hard for me to bet over nine and a half. It'd be hard for That's me to bet. That's a tough number. All of those overs, those are I'd tough have numbers. trouble betting. You could probably go under on two of those. I saw DraftKings now has a slider, so you could slide that number and get different odds. That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, if you think Tampa Bay is going to, like, suck balls and you want to take it down, that like, with four a line. line. Yeah, yeah, you get a heavy favor, bring it down to minus yeah. one, or even but, you can go minus yeah, three. They're, they're doing the same thing with season total. So, I just took the ones that were defaulted. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, the ones closest to minus 110 right in that neighborhood. Um, yeah, honestly, this this feels like a, I'm probably not having a ton of futures on this division. I'm probably avoiding the NFC South and a lot of things. Yeah, it's too murky. Too murky. And the, and the number on the Saints. we're excited about. Yeah, we're just not hating Atlanta maybe, as much as we would. Maybe if Atlanta and Carolina's odds were switched... Like, if Atlanta had plus 400 to win the division. Oh, much more attractive. That's obviously. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the winner. Twice as much money. Twice, yeah, yeah, some would say. Yeah, some would say. Say, say. The math would say. Yeah, that checks out. That checks out. Cool. Another division in the books as we march towards the start of the season. We're like 60 or 70-some days away, I think. 70 or 60 days. We're, we're inching closer. Okay. Yeah. Hate baseball. Hate baseball. Can't stand it. No. Except our guy Shohei. Yeah, and that's something too we talked about. We we kind of missed the boat there. We definitely got to figure out a a way to see him. Well, here's here's the hope that he leaves Anaheim and gets over here to one of these East Coast teams like New York, either the Mets. We just go all the time. Yeah, then we just make trips to New York to see Shohei. Just go all the time. Did you see he hit a home run and they put like a samurai helmet? Yeah, that's what they do for everybody. That's awesome. I don't know. The other night I did get the most improbable same game parlay. I had Cincinnati. In the over, I couldn't even tell you who they were playing, and it was it was a turd. It was two one in the eighth or something mm-hmm. silly. Then it gets tied up four four, and then it goes to extras, and then it's five five, and then it's a guy hits a two run shot for Cincinnati. He took his shirt <laughs> off. He had such a farmer's tan. I've never seen anything like it. It's a good time. I wouldn't mind going down to Cincinnati to see a game. First Cincinnati red that comes to mind. I've got Johnny mine. Adam Dunn. Well, yeah, you're I sure. love Adam Dunn. Yeah, big country. Big country, just big hitting country. dingers, striking yeah. out. He, he was a, he was ahead of the curve. He was Aaron Judge before there was Aaron Judge. He was big. big he was Giancarlo Stanton before Stanton. But Joey Votto, where is he? Been Joey every, Votto. Every generation just comes and hits home runs. How long has he been doing it? Joey Votto has been in the league forever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's coming up on like 20 years, I think, playing baseball. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a fun club. Yeah, right. I'm still curious. Uh, I don't know if it was last year when I read that stat that Ken Griffey Jr. was the fifth highest paid red. Like still currently, or yeah. like all time? No, currently on the current roster, he had deferred money. Oh, he's still getting paid, like yeah. Bobby Bonilla. No, he's yeah, still he's getting, grabbing he's still a check from the Cincinnati Reds right now, and it was deferred money, so it was well, big. Yeah, I mean that checks out because the Reds they really haven't spent money. Because back time. in the day, he deferred. They like got one 50, of those six you know, million they, or something. They got one of those broke owners. Can you imagine is Mark Shot still alive? That old racist so. lady? I don't think so. I think her Saint Bernard ate her or something. <laughs> Shot's beer. <laughs> Austin Pepper Incorporated. No, I don't think so. She was really racist. <laughs> yeah, she Openly. was horrible. Right. I was surprised in Youngstown. We got to do better. Okay. Uh, <laughs> as a whole, so we go see the Doobie Brothers. It was uh, the night. Oh yeah, smoke you, index you were, was two forty eight. Yeah, you were out like it's not healthy to be oh, outside. Oh yeah, the smoke we index like, was two forty eight. So we go down there. and I'm like, well, the crowd may be light. We'll go down a little bit later. It was packed. It was a sure. sellout. It's only ever sold out like five times down there. So really? it's an outdoor amphitheater. And you forget how racist old white people can be. The worst. In Youngstown, you got to do better. Rose and I sit down to yeah. eat a sandwich. All we do want to do is eat a sandwich. She's eating her gyro well, before we go sit in our lawn chair. 
And I don't know why I'm shocked. I'm still surprised. Somebody <laughs> openly dropping end bombs. I'm like cringing. Well, if 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 we want to get serious for a moment, we've let old people slide for far too long. They were old. <laughs> we. <laughs> Anyone really? So white people tend to get really comfortable using racism around other. There's five thousand white because they just assume we're all on the same team. That's what I say. We all don't like my not on the same team. I'm so, helping you here, sir. It's one of those like you know, see something, say something. Like hey, not cool. And another thing, and, and this Rose will you know we're going to go to this preseason game. We're going to have to watch every play. Sure. And I've got, grown accustomed to it. Rose has very strict guidelines, but I just stay till it's over. And here I really sided with Rose because this was a great. Show these guys have been together. They've been touring for three years. Calling their fiftieth anniversary. Uh-huh. Their newest guy joined the band in nineteen seventy eight. He's like he, he's our newest member. He joined in seventy eight. So they've been together for a young buck. Five thousand people. We all live in Boardman, Poland, Austin town. Sure, we all convened, right? Mm-hmm. So when a band of this magnitude, Hall of Fame band, builds and constructs a set that gets the entire five thousand old people up, which sure they did mobilized. Why are these motherfuckers in a hurry to get back to Poland and leave during the encore? Why they're fucking playing? How rude! I've, been saying this I've never left during an encore. Years. That is so rude. Yeah, you know. Any no one should leave a sporting event before it ends. Andy. Well, I don't care what the score is. I do care. Uh, like if I'm sit, if I'm like went to a Raiders Browns game and they're getting shit pumped, and oh, it's like forty five to yeah. go home and kick, I'm like, what kick, 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 kick the trash can. We're gonna stay until the very end. But my point, even to that, is. I can see if you're coming home from Pittsburgh and it's late and you're sure, tired and exactly. it's work well, you you're going to Poland yeah, if I'm 20 minutes you're away. going to Poland right. you sit in the parking lot for one song you listen to one Doobie Brothers song and you're out of the parking lot and you're on your street and yeah. you're back home in 12 minutes it's 10-15 sure. at night old white people where are you going you know where are you marching to you know, sit the fuck down. Quit being the last show. Watch the doobie. Be brothers. better. Yeah. And yeah, quit openly. Let's move forward. It's a shame that we're still, we're still right where we were. It's one of the dumbest things. Right? Like it makes no sense to me. It's crazy. Yeah. Just be try to be an ally. Try to be smart. Try to help out. We could be better. And we talk to so many nice people. I mean, sure. Literally, we'll talk to anybody in line. We'll have people take our photo. We'll engage them about Savannah Bananas. And you're from California. We're from sure. here. And kids go and watch you. And it's a perfectly fine night. And then you got to ruin it. Just be better. Just be better, <laughs> Youngstown. People of the tri-state here, be better. I, I missed when racists would hide it more. I think Trump is like emboldened racist to be more casual with it it's bothersome the, like the less I know about you as a person the chances are chances are better that we're going to get along I always hate it when a pro athlete like like I had no problem with the Stahl brothers down in Florida then they're like ah we don't want to wear the pride jerseys for warm ups like alright well you're a douchebag great it shouldn't surprise us no no it shouldn't oh did you want to have a um, quick bear discussion well, and again, I know the guys probably do watch Bear. Spoiler, we'll, we'll put a spoiler tag. Yeah, it was if, some if of the funniest act yeah, I've ever seen. If you want to be spoiled by the Bear, go ahead and hop off the podcast now, because this is probably what we'll talk about and then just end it up. Yeah, the the episodes, you know, as you get towards the end, they introduce oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. The, the cast that they bring together on one stage. Think about that ensemble group got to work so, together probably for weeks. Yeah, episode six of the Bear. You you were hyping up Jamie Lee Curtis. I was going and, and I thought she was great, but I do not think she was the best part of that episode. I think it was the homie John Barenthal and uh, Bob Odenkirk. 
Well, you, you like John, for sure. I love John. He's Odin such a Kirk. good fucking actor. Odin Kirk, I think we, again, Halo, right? I think we love what he well, does. What's not talking? Like? Yeah, we, we love an actor, actor, that's, you know, a consummate professional that can take you on a range. Um, but Jamie Lee, I mean, I didn't agree with her winning the Academy Award. And I actually heard some criticism of her performance. Some like, man, she's really chewing up the scenery. Why she's overacting like that? But I think you kind of needed that mania. Like, yeah, a, I don't uh, think you can simulate that. I think that's, you know, that that brings you, that drama, you need, you of the fork, it. and all of that pressure yeah. of this this family's bursting at the seams. You need that time bomb. Yeah. it's like it's like a submergible rap going down to see the Titanic. That thing was going to fucking explode. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, it was great. It was good. That's why I couldn't. I was like, I raced through it. And just couldn't I, stop. I was I, like, I, I needed to stop. stop. After episode six, I'm like, I need to like step back. I can't watch another episode of this right now. It was so anxious. They kind of tied it up, though. They let her come back and stand outside. I think that was symbolic of like, some weird way of sit, like sitting around that, on the outside that dinner table like that. Like every family's got some like weird fucked up stuff going on. Like like the the Odin Kirk calling out. Uh, uh, Barenthal for Were you using, picking up that he was a stepdad? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So they yeah. add that dynamic, which is something that every fifty uh, percent of Americans deal with. Sure, they have a stepdad, sure. stepfather. So there's like built-in resentment there, right? And, and, well, and it can be, and it can be tenuous, and it can be caustic, and it can be everything, right? But sure. it was definitely an ecosystem scene where you could see like. Even like how Bear got extracted, then inserted again. Yeah, it's like, oh, you were out, but you were a maniac. And you see him like disconnect in his brain. Like, I just got to turn this off. And did you pick yeah. up that the pastry chef, the uh-huh. chef that when he was saying that he was working with the guy, that was Bear that he was working yes, with that was better than him. Yeah, yeah, at everything. And that's another the episode after that, the Richie episode at that restaurant. That was great too. A great character development for that guy. The fear of like being left behind. Like I don't belong in this world and finding. Purpose cried like a oh. baby, just cried. Yeah, it had me like reevaluating no, everything. Yeah. Like, well, he, fuck, he I'm just became, gonna... He became actualized. I think we I got watched him in a restaurant. We <laughs> watched him become actualized. It was uh, in a very endearing character. I don't know who he is as an actor, but he really he's great. He claimed that role. He's great. But um, even that storyline, the way they bring that in and out, you know, that guy's the new um, Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah, I saw it. He but was from that movie, um, yeah, yeah, We yeah. Are the Millers. Yeah. Now he's like gorgeous. <laughs> like he was, he was an oaf in We Are the Millers, and now he's like this. Yeah, I, I forget the actor's name, but he's oh, good too. Good that, it was really surprising the end of the season, the amount of like super famous people they brought in at the end there. In the tortured side of the cooking and the chef and the Michelin star and sure. all of that. But we should and point out you worked in restaurants. You were a line cook for a long time. Amazing. He's sous chef. You see his tattoos on his fingers. Yeah. He's too. Yeah. Did you, so, did you, like, I don't think you worked in, like, any super fine dining high scale, but I'm sure a lot of those no, things country are club. universal. Yeah, the country yeah. club's fine dining, right? You do table side. You can, you know, you can do all those things. You work with the best product. There is an amount of pressure. I did get demoted from sous chef because of a New Year's Eve party. It's just like that. Get you the fuck, fuck up. out. Yeah, you fuck up feeding 300 people. Get the fuck out. You will here. fucking pay the wrath. And, you know, it could be under your control, out of your control. Um, but, yeah. Did you have uh, panic-inducing moments in the weeds where, like, shit's just not firing and you're behind? I'm, like, I, I always contend. Someone motherfucking. I would rock Hell's Kitchen. I would fail at um, Master like Chef. Master Chef. I'm a line cook by heart. So mm-hmm. once you show me by rote design, I will prepare my station better than anybody else. 
Therefore, yeah, I, I crush it as a line cook. There isn't anywhere on the line I couldn't succeed. And that's whether I was expediting, cold food, hot food, sauteing, sure. broiler, up and down. And took a lot of respect of food and pride. Just couldn't couldn't get over being poor and cooking for the rich. It was just too much mm, to bear. Kind got, of mind and, and you're always working every holiday. The that's hours true. are just hours super are long. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's grimy. It's, burning your hands. Well... I don't know if you notice they pick everything up with rags and towels and tongs and you, you learn quickly you're not going to get burned forever you're <laughs> going to get burned but just not always behind corner yeah I've had a sheet tray on the back of the neck so if you're sweating you have a tiger stripe the length of your neck because some dude put a big potato tray on the back of your neck because you didn't <laughs> fucking say anything yeah you're hot all night yeah. you're in that chef jacket sure you wear the chef checks the chef jacket the chef hat not, not even physically hot. You're also fucking agitated oh, that someone just, yeah. burns your back. Yeah, it's always some asexual guy that, you know, you don't even know if he's gay, straight. Back then, you didn't have all those delineations. I just knew he was fucking odd and didn't say anything. You know, so if you're out there fucking behind Say hot, something, yeah. yeah. Behind hot. But no, really, really incredible good show. show. I think uh, I heard Bill Simmons talking about this in Succession as kind of like, what are the current best shows on television right now and now that succession's wrapped up i kind of think it's the bear looking out across the landscape of like that prestige television i would like to see him take successions further well the creator did kind of leave open the door of kind of like telling different stories in so that, that universe more or spin-offs or, or whatever whatever because that was another just master class start to finish perfect television show no notes like good job everyone yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything that's captured my attention since I went back and watched True Detectives the first one I'm watching Justified because I thought I should go back and do that as well new Justified's coming right a mini series is coming later this month so yeah if you're thinking about dipping back into uh, the haulers of Kentucky to check in on our guy Raylan Givens it's it's worth a watch the show holds up incredibly well and we watch The Righteous Gemstones which is in its third season which yes they share Lloyd Crowder, B- Boyd, Boyd, and Lloyd, Walter, Walter Coogan, is, uh, Uncle Baby Billy. Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, he's funny. I love it. Good stuff. Well, I think that about does it. We did you the NFC the, you got the bonus, bonus content. Bonus TV content, uh, chef content. Next week, we're probably going to do North, South, East. We're going to do the NFC East, your division. Oof. The NFC Beasts. So we're going to be talking Commanders. Oof. We're going to be talking Cowboys. We're going to be talking Giants and the Philadelphia Eagles. That was my bad Philly accent. I can't do that one. It's a tough one for me to find. Uh, but thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell somebody. You could find, uh, we have a Twitter account. I don't do much with it. At uh-huh. CTDGPod on Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to take a bunch of cards in. I'm uh, on Twitter. Young Sound My Poker. dad passes out business cards. Yeah, Youngstown Poker. We shifted. We're over at the Knights of Columbus, so don't check us out at the old spot. We're at the new spot yeah. for six months. Fuck that old spot. Unless we're going back. Yeah, we go back every six okay, months. great. See you in six months. <laughs> American Legion, we'll miss you, but we're glad to be gone. See you yeah. at the KFC. Bye. Take care.